my dick can't fit in that hole. I was say, it's pretty narrow. It's, now Wiz a... immediately goes to it because, you know, it's... I'd be a pencil dick, Appropriately sure. sized. We know your dick. You could probably fit two of your dicks in that mm. fucking penis bump. Lengthwise, but... Girth? Yeah. Yeah, I might bet three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's aggressive. That hurt my feelings a little bit. <laughs> We're not here for feelings. We're here for fantasy football. Welcome to your football fantasy. Hey, listeners. My time, my time is running out. Yeah, the fuck? Sorry. I need a review. The drop is done. Ooh, reviews. I need an email. Emails. I need something. A comment. Please. I'm desperate. Thank you. you for got, what? What are you desperate for? So I got one week left. I'm desperate for attention Ooh, on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. I need to know yeah. someone out there is listening. Did you introduce the fucking show already? Hi, folks. How are you guys doing today? Jeez. Excited to be here. You're such a little bitch. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> this is your football fantasy, as you know, because you pressed the button to start the show. I am Dewey's Nuts, your host. As with most days, Big Wiz is here. You don't want to know what he's doing over there right now. Play. <laughs> Dewey's nuts as a penis pump laying on the floor, folks. And that's my basement, yeah. I'm, that's where I, I could where show you, you guys what this penis pump looks like. You would fucking... Where, where do you keep your enhancement devices? Um, beneath the bed. Okay. For the second week in a row, Bullfrog has joined us. Hello, Bullfrog. How you doing today? Great. Drinking my Mike's Hard Lemonade again. Where do you keep your penis pump? <sighs> it's too late for that. First time... <laughs> you just giving up? Giving up. First time I found a penis pump. In somebody's house. I was in college. We went back to this girl's house. But my first time too. She had a bro. She's got. She had a twelve-year-old brother. And for whatever reason, we were in his room looking for something, and we pulled out a shoebox, and then it was a penis pump, and just like a bunch of like clipped-out uh, underwear catalog pictures. Oh dear. It was amazing. He was trying to measure up, but he could. I yeah, I guess. This is the first one I've seen though. Too. Johnstown, Ohio. It was like a it's like a four hundred person town in the middle of Bufu. I hope he doesn't still have one. I'm, I promise you, he does. <laughs> He's a sad sack of an individual. All right, uh, so we've got a lot to cover in the show today. We are running wide receiver oh. rankings. We're gonna ch- we're gonna change the format just a little bit from last week because Wiz thinks we talked too long. Before we get there, a- oh man, I'm working on the penis pump. <laughs> I know we can hear- they-, they-, they can definitely hear that. Before we get there, we do have to talk about some news. This week in football. A lot of little things in the news this week, guys, and I put them in here because they, they brought up questions in my mind that I'm curious to hear your takes on as we progress through the rankings. So first off, beat reporter in Cleveland put in his article recently that uh, Baker Mayfield on the field, quote, did not look ready to compete, end quote, for a starting role on this team after seeing him on the field in minicamp. First of all, I know, Wiz, you are the local Baker Mayfield butt buddy. Yep, someone's got to represent. What do you think about this guy saying that? So, can I? I'm gonna chime in real quick on the listeners. A little similarity in the appearance between the Big Wiz and Baker Mayfield, if I may say. Uh, I shave, you don't. <laughs> I think you might actually look closer to him. 
Um, I, don't, I can't say I see it. I don't know. You don't. You don't know who looks closer. To Baker Mayfield between the two of you, oh, we're gonna have to bring a picture down next yeah. time. Well, <laughs> shag hair on there, girl the beard. Right. I see right. it. I um, see it. I think this guy's an idiot. Doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, I, he's I, a, he's a professional beat reporter, paid to tell people what's going on. In he's a, he's got to come up with stories in Cleveland. How many stories are going on in Cleveland right. besides this year? Feels like a lot. Besides LeBron leaving, what do you think about Baker Mayfield, Tyrod Taylor, and the Cleveland Browns this year, Bullfrog? Well. Baker Mayfield and any other rookie, I would think, through the OTAs and mini camps and rookie camps, I would say no. None of them look like they're ready to compete for a starting job if I was a GM, but that'd probably be my take on it. Uh, yeah, we were talking about that a little earlier. Josh Allen seems to be the only one that anybody's even saying, hey, maybe. Yeah, even then, I mean, wait till regular training camp opens up, give him a couple weeks, give him some preseason snaps to really get a feel. I mean, Well, Rosens was stated that he looked phenomenal, you know. In his first minicamp. Well, yeah. the GM's got to say that. They fucking drafted him. Yeah, but he, there's no way he's starting over $20 million Sam Bradford. Well, when Bradford gets hurt, Rosen's going to play. Absolutely. Week six. So here's the question that this brought to my mind. Next week, we're going to be looking at quarterback rankings. And I want to know from you guys, what is going to be your approach as you look at these rookie quarterbacks specifically when you rank them? Are you assuming that they're going to get a starting role at some point? Are you going to assume... I, I, want, I just want to know what your take is on the rookies and how you're going to approach them ranking-wise. None of them will be my top 15. Well, sure. None none of, none of, of them maybe one of them season. might be in the top 20 for me. I don't have a lot of faith in any of them. The only reason that you and I went after Josh Rosens or I like Rosens is because I think he'll have a bright future. But it, since, for the most part, I'm not going to be... I'm going to be waiting on these rookies for rounds 18 and below. Sitting Potentially, back. yes. I would agree. I mean, unless, I mean, especially in the standard non-keeper, I would say none of them are draftable at this point in time. Uh, dynasties and keeper leagues, you might approach a little differently. Um, we did. We took Rosen. But, you know, in a standard draft where you're, you know, only have six, seven bench slots to start the season, I would say none of them should be owned. So that's what my rankings will reflect. Yeah, so as I went, you know, I'm going through projecting all these players. Uh, some of the quarterbacks, I, I, I assumed maybe half a season starting, a little bit less than half a season starting. But, yeah, I'm not not, I'm not too high on any, any of them either. Another beat reporter, this one in Indianapolis, says that Eric Ebron is among the most impressive players on the entire team thus far through minicamp. Wiz, I see the look on your face. I know that you prefer Jack Doyle. I think this tells me that... They probably don't have any guys that should be in the NFL on their team right now. That, that's what that probably tells me. Maybe Ebron's just playing impressively. Ebron's been in the league for like five years and, and doesn't catch the ball. You're a local boy, Bullfrog. You've watched Eric Ebron here on the Detroit Lions for a while. Do you have any faith in Eric Ebron? As a Lions fan, no. <laughs> Fuck no. He may be the best practice player, you know. And yeah. That I do not know, but come game time, great in practice. Fucking shit show. So we're Give also me Jack Doyle all day. We're also going to be doing the tight end rankings next week because nobody really cares about tight ends. So might as well tag him on somewhere. Uh, I guess I guess I know where your stance is on the Ebron versus Doyle debate. You're you're all in on Doyle, huh, Bullfrog? Uh, the Lions couldn't even get a seventh round pick out of Eric <laughs> Ebron. I mean, they fucking cut his ass. So. Mm-hmm. You know, again, a Colts GM trying to look good. <laughs> hey, we got Ebron. He's looking great. What about, what about you, Wiz? Are we going to see Doyle higher on your list than Ebron as well? 
Because he won't be on mine. I don't have confidence in either of them, as to be honest with you. I'm kind of an Eric Ebron fan, which is why we drafted him in our Dynasty League. Beat reporter in Dallas said this week that Alan Hearns is very clearly the number one receiver thus far on that team. We know that this is a wide-open receiving core. Yeah, because number one flipped over his handlebars. Drunk. Yeah, he was fucked up that day. He wasn't driving. That was his buddy. <laughs> Kendall Wright. Kendall, Kendall Wright. Wright. So, so my question for you guys here is, I know we're, we're going to be looking at the Cowboys, or not just the Cowboys, but all the receivers here. How do you see this wide receiving core playing out over the course of the year? You know, we've got a lot of guys... Alan Hearns is there. They drafted that Michael Gallup kid. Cole Beasley's still there, who's been productive for a while. And then there's old handlebars, Terrence Williams himself. <laughs> what are your thoughts on these guys going forward? How did you approach them in your rankings? What were your What do you think they're going to end up? Is this for me? It's for the both of you. I like Hearns. I like Gallup. I'm just terrified of this team. I just don't know which one I should go after. I, I think they're, you know, we talked about they're, was it 210 targets are going to have to be made up here somewhere some i mean cole beasley is a poor 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 man's edelman um yeah go after one of them i just don't know which one maybe gallup but in, in rookie receivers don't usually produce that's true yeah i'm not up to speed on gallup uh don't even don't oklahoma even state the name. super productive rookie <laughs> coming out of oklahoma state michael gallup great here's what i have to say about alan hearns uh at jacksonville you know he was getting beat out for for time on the field from fucking rookies, D.D. Westbrook and company. And if he is a number one, I don't think he can get open against a number one corner. So that's, yeah, that's, that's a, my thought. I think that's a really good point because last year, he, I mean, Marquise Lee was beating the hell out of him. Yeah, Marquise Lee was terrible. Look at the stats. Yeah, yeah and he was beating the hell out of Alan Hurts. So the point that you made about him not being able to get open against a number one gives me hope for Michael Gallup. Because I think Michael Gallup ends up lining up as a number two on the team. And I, I think you're right. Hearns maybe not, maybe, maybe won't have very much success against that first. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, while we're talking about the Cowboys, I just want you to know, both of you, that on the team's official roster, Tavon Austin is listed as a running back. So, to your point, Bullfrog, he will be listed as a running back in any fantasy football platform that you play Again, soon. To the, list, to the listeners, do not go for Tavon Austin. Orleans Darkwa. You remember a few weeks ago, maybe several weeks ago, Wiz, we talked about him. He had a plate in his leg. He played with a plate in his leg connecting the top and bottom of his leg all year last year. Teams told him once he was dropped that, hey, if you get rid of that plate, we might consider signing you. He had the surgery. He had it removed. This week he was cleared to go full bore, full contact uh, in practice. So I know he's still not on a team anywhere. Uh, but my questions are, you know, he was productive last year, 4.4 yards per carry average, five touchdowns in just 11 games. And remember how bad that Giants offense and specifically the offensive line was last year. Do you think he's, where do you, where do you think he's going to go? Is there a team that he might go to that would intrigue you at all as a fantasy owner in those late rounds? As a fantasy owner, fuck no. I don't have any faith that he's. He's going to go summer prize a third running back, maybe. The Jets probably could use one. Oakland probably could, even though Oakland's got Doug Martin. Terrible. Fucking the beast mode and everyone else that's still there, okay? That's the problem, though. He's going to be the third running back somewhere. Uh, Indianapolis, he'll be the third running back. Someone's going to sign him. I just don't have a lot of faith he's going to do anything. Bullfrog thoughts yeah. about Orleans. I think I think maybe the Colts would be the, the best destination for him. Uh, I, th- 
I see Marlon Mack and Naheem Himes or whatever the fuck his name is as more of speed backs. If you want a first and second down guy, maybe Darkwood could come in and get some of those totes. Don't forget um, about Miami because Frank Gore is still there. Frank Gore. No, exactly. Miami's got Gore and Drake. The Jets, they got a couple guys. Oakland's got plenty of guys. I so, think, so I, any faith he's going to do anything. Who's that? Darkwood? Yeah. No. I mean, he showed. All right. So he's 24 years old. He showed last year when he was given the opportunity that he could perform even behind, like I said, a really bad offensive line on a bad offense. Mm-hmm. I, I think the four teams you guys listed, Oakland, the Jets, Miami, Indianapolis, these are the teams that there's a handful of guys that are fighting for a job right now, and they haven't. The, the, the team doesn't seem to have chosen a starter on any of those teams. So if he goes to a team like that, at least he'll have a chance to compete. It's going to be, he's going to have to take some steps before we see uh, anything worth worth paying attention to. Let's get to the good news real fast, okay? Good Jay, for who? It's fun. Not the Uber driver. It's fun. Maybe it was great for the Uber driver. Jameis Winston sitting in a car, an Uber car full of a bunch of people. They convinced this Uber driver to go through a drive-thru, pick him up some food, and while they're sitting in line at the drive-thru, Jameis Winston, who's sitting up front, reportedly reaches over and grabs this driver by the pussy. You gotta think he's a Trump supporter. Of course he's a fucking <laughs> Trump supporter. Grabbed by the pussy. <laughs> yeah, obviously he said he didn't do it. The poor little girl said it, it was just so terrifying that she froze. He was a very him. large man. She yeah. was only 5'6". I'm intimidated, she so she froze and let him just leave his Whether hair in there. it felt good or not is a different question. I bet it felt According great. to Ronald Darby, who was in the car, it wasn't possible because they were sitting in the back seat. Yeah, Jameis Winston said, I think she was confused about who was sitting next to her. He could have pulled the reach around. He's got very long arms. Exactly. Doesn't matter. He has been suspended for three games by the NFL. You have to assume he's going to try to appeal, but I don't like his chances in an appeal. They've done their investigation. The investigation has lasted at least a month, so. Uh, there you go. It's going gonna, it's gonna to stick. This means a lot of things in fantasy football. Ryan Fitzpatrick is likely going to take over the, for the first three games. Do you guys have concerns about the receiving core, even the running backs, who we think are going to catch some passes? Mike Evans, does does any of this news or the three games change the way you're looking at a guy like Evans? Well, I think we talked about Winston. I think I always said that Winston was a value. Go grab Winston because of that value because I, you know, he should be in the top ten for quarterbacks if, if he produces. And I think if he's going to miss three games, it's obviously he's not going to he's not going to be in the top ten if that's the case. Does that push him out of your draft worthy group of quarterbacks? Is uh, he going to be undrafted? Dra- no, he's a streamer. I think you could have counted him again, taking a flyer here, but he could have been a starting quarterback for someone. Not anymore. He doesn't. He's, he's going to be someone's backup. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, <sighs> Those first three games of the season for the Bucks are at the Saints, home against the Eagles, and home against the Steelers. Oh, that's, oh that's shitty a, matchups. That's a tough three-game stretch. So, in reality, you got to think Fitzpatrick is going to be throwing junk time yards, and Evans will be catching some. And so good for the receivers, then. Yeah, I'm, I think real I'm not bad sure. for the running backs in those games. Uh, I'm not sure, Winston would have. I, I mean. You, you might be better off with Fitzpatrick against those three teams and Winston, who loves to turn the ball over but anyway. It's, it's well, the, Fitzpatrick likes to throw some interceptions himself. Right. To Bullfrog's point, yeah. though, it's going to help the receivers. There's going to be a right. lot of junk yards yeah. going around. Okay. So, I mean, we've got some stats in here. Ryan Fitzpatrick has played for this team before. 
An 11 full games last year with Jameis Winston. Mike Evans, speaking of him specifically, averaged 13.8 fantasy points per game. In those three games where Fitzpatrick did the majority of the work, he averaged 15 and a half. Whether it was the same issue, junk time, maybe they were behind because they weren't scoring as much, uh, he got more work. Ryan Fitzpatrick in general, uh, he tends to target Running backs a little more, 20% versus 14% from Winston last year. So that might help somebody like a Ronald Jones or a a Charles Sims in those first handful of games. Evans had a 4% downtick in in target share. But I don't know that it's going to make that big a difference, especially with those teams. Bullfrog made the best point here by pointing out those three teams. That's that's an incredibly tough first three slate of games. And I'm not sure you would have gotten a whole lot of positive production anyway. We're hoping for garbage time. And Fitzpatrick can do that just as well as Winston can. Okay. News done. Let's talk about some dumb... I'm real excited to talk about this dumb shit, guys. And now for more dumb shit I heard this week. Let's talk about Florida for a second, guys. It came up last week. It's going to... I feel like it might become a new segment all of its own. There was a there was a couple in Florida that was recently arrested. I'm going to read to you the entirety of this news article because Thank you. Thank none you. of it can be left out. You can't leave any of it out. Can't all right. Wait. A couple in Florida, Tito and Amanda Watts, were arrested a few days ago for selling golden tickets to heaven to hundreds of people. Whoa. They sold the tickets on the street for $99.99. What's the problem here? Per ticket. They told the buyers that the tickets were made from solid gold and that each ticket reserved the buyer a spot in heaven. They simply had to present the ticket at the pearly gates and you're in. Tito Tito Watts said to police in his police statement, I don't care what the police say. The tickets are solid gold and it was Jesus who gave them to me behind the KFC and told me to sell them so that I could get some money to go to outer space. I met an alien named Stevie. Who said if I got the cash together, he would take me and my wife on his flying saucer to his planet that is made entirely of drugs. You should arrest Jesus, he said, because he's the one that gave me the golden tickets. I'm willing to wear a wire and set Jesus up. In her police statement, Amanda Watts continued and said, We just wanted to leave Earth and go to space and do drugs. Yeah, give me whatever they've got. Here's the best part. Police said that they confiscated about $10,000 cash that they made from selling these fucking tickets, along with along with some drug paraphernalia and a baby alligator. That's what they got from them okay, when they arrested but like, they, One, they, they obviously... That's had, hilarious. There are some good stuff. Jesus. I don't know how they get... Whoever bought this shit might be... $10,000. They might be... They probably should be sent to Antarctica and not reproduce. Oh, man. LSD? That could be some... some uh... Some good I've stuff taken a lot of LSD in my life, and I've Some never magic. seen Jesus with a baby alligator. <laughs> magic mushrooms, a... maybe a nice blend of something. I don't oh know. my god! I th- Sounds I th- like some winners. We should put them on the podcast, guys. That was my favorite dumb shit I've ever yeah. seen. Terrence Williams is still my favorite. Hey, oh, face first over hand. Yeah. Maybe we should start trolling. Crashy and going Florida back to get his. Call. I'm going to start. Oh, yeah, I'm going to subscribe to a couple yeah, of Florida newspapers. Exactly. Uh, well, did you see the one I showed my class? Uh, there was a family that had, was allowing their dog, similar to a dog like yours, chase, chase an alligator in their backyard oh, yeah, for 10 Australia. years. Australia. Like 10 years. Never been at its tail. Oh. Kept going back into the river until one day he wanted to fuck around at the head. Yeah. Clamp. 
into the lake river it went, never to be seen again. Sure. Guy said he was sad that just the way the dog was wired. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> I thought it was Florida. No? Oh, it was Australia. Australia. Or something. Eh, there's a... Uh, there's a... The, it, Close. All, a bunch of teens in southern Florida right now have taken up, you know, this whole trend of smoking pot laced with embalming fluid. Ooh. That's another Florida story. That sounds like fun. Apparently it's a good hallucinogenic. Because we really need to get to football. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. All right. I assume you have a stat of the week for us, Wiz. Yeah. Both proxy doesn't have one, so I got one this time. Um, <laughs> it's better than last week's. I hope so. All right. So here's a question for you two. Which two receivers meet the following criteria mm-hmm. from last year, okay? Had more than 90 TDs, more than 1,200 yards receiving, and at least six receptions per game. Hopkins? There's one. I'm going to guess Devontae Adams. You're an idiot. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me I, I think one. you should be shot for that one. Hopkins. Come on. And... The other one's obvious. It's not brown. Quit looking it up. It is brown. Oh, it is brown. It is brown, I okay? I do love. I thought maybe I had eight. Um, the reason I wanted to bring this up to you guys is there's only two receivers that actually accomplished that feat. After that, they're all kind of average. They're all, they all produce the same. 22 of these receivers at least had four receptions per game and at least five TDs. The other thing I think is important here, the difference between the number 10 receiver and the 20 receiver was only 26 points, folks. The difference between the number 10 running back and the number 20 running back was 60 points. What I want the listeners to realize here is that just like quarterbacks, once you get out of those those top tier, it's kind of a crapshoot and it doesn't matter uh, you can buy these guys for a dime a dozen. They all produce the same. We'll say Devontae Adams had 900 yards and 10 touchdowns. What a ridiculous guess, all right? <laughs> you son of a bitch. He met one, Antonio, he met one criteria. Give Antonio Brown was the obvious guess. I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed yeah. that you got Hopkins first. Yeah, I don't want to guess the easy I never want to <laughs> guess the easy guess. Come on. The folks, you can grab these receivers for cheap if you can't get one of the top ones. Don't spend a lot of money if you if, or or high rounds if you don't get these top four receivers, top five receivers. So All right. I got a question, piggybacking on that. Hit it. Uh, so I've got the sixth pick in my big money league. Like, Many of the mocks, you know, Hopkins or Brown could be there. No, so are you mo- telling me that that's a must grab? No. If they're no, no, there? No. At six, pick running back. I, I, but you I, don't I get the, always... one of those top two receivers that are clearly above everyone else. Yeah, I think you have to play it by ear. Okay, so thank you. I, I I would like to see which running backs are gone, right? Right. But I would probably be willing to go up for Antonio Brown. I would not be willing to go up for Hopkins at that. Are you are you are you PBR? No, it's the it's the yardage bonus on the touchdowns that we're talking about. So it does throw a little wrinkle in there on the long receiving touchdowns no. as well. Then no, the or long no. rushing touchdowns. So right so right now, to your point, at the one oh six. Uh, ADP-wise, Antonio Brown is going at the 106. Right. right behind him, Saquon Barkley, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt. I would rather have Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, even Melvin Gordon. You? Than taking Antonio Brown at 6, because I think you need to get one of those running backs in the first round. Come back in the second round, and you won't have any problem getting like a Devontae Adams, a Michael Thomas, a Mike Evans, one of those guys, who is, I think, in the second tier of wide receivers, maybe, but they're still... Is, is this a 10-team league or 12-team? 10. Yeah. yeah. 
why would you, you of all people, go with Fournette over Brown? That's what I'm kind of confused on. Well, that. it's not a PPR league. Okay, so that's the reason. If it's PPR, I'm grabbing Brown. If it's not PPR, I'm not. Take one of these running. Yeah. I mean, I'd Kareem Hunt is a guy that I'd take at that spot. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you can get, like, a one of those other four top four Camaros there or whatever, I'd okay. take Kareem Hunt. But Camara, yeah. I think if Camara dropped there, that's probably. Not in a PPR, I'd much rather have Hunt than Camara. In a non-PPR? Non-PPR, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's why we're here. See, if you ask questions like this, we'll give you the fucking answer too, folks. Ask some fucking questions. Ask some fucking questions. Rankings. Let's talk about wide receivers. We're going to try to do this just a little bit differently than last time because after listening to the show, some of us got very fucking bored. So, uh... I beat China all the time. (laughs) that's a whole that's a whole nother podcast talking about donald trump and china that's that's something we can't get into right now let's start with the top 12 wide receivers on our rankings remember that all of our rankings are ppr rankings uh makes a difference all right, top 12 wide receiver rankings. We're going to stop along the way as we've got a few guys that we need to defend. Remember, this is our consensus rankings. So when one person is way off from the rest of the group, we're going to make them defend their selection. Right off the top here, Antonio Brown is our consensus number one. Interestingly enough, none of us ranked Antonio Brown number one, but consensus rankings are strange that way. Number two, Odell Beckham. The reason Odell Beckham Jr. is not our number one rated wide receiver is 100% on Bullfrog's shoulders. Wiz and I both ranked him number one. Bullfrog has him at seven. Defend yourself, you dumb motherfucker. (laughs) Well, Odell. Fucking ultra-talented. I give him that. Uh, here's, Here's my reasons that I put him at number seven. One, possible holdout. That's not happening. And he just may be the fucking character to do it. He might be. He just may be. The guy is a social media freak, and he walks to a different drum. I mean, he 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 beats to a different drum. Whatever the fuck. He's a different beat. He's a weird guy. You remember the the whole uh, kicking net thing from last year? He's a weird dude. So are fucking you. let Let me continue. You know, he's been in the league for. This will be his fifth year. Two of the four, he battled injuries. Uh, he's a fucking head case. You watch his matchups against top corners, he cannot handle it. He melts fucking down in those games. Who's who's that guy who he got into that punch? Portland man? Finnegan. Well, was there it, were, no, and there was Finnegan, uh, new uh, fucking Josh Norman. Josh Norman. 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 There was Norman. Norman Xavier was Rhodes from Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, you put top corners on him, he can't handle it. And these guys know, like you pick at him exactly. all game, and he's gonna exactly. fuck himself. He's a over. target now. Um, and and another reason, uh, two more. Eli, he's getting old. I still think a weak argument. I still think the Giants' <laughs> offense could be good. And then the last one is just there's a lot of mouths to feed on that roster now. You got Shepard, you got Ingram, you got Saquon Barkley. I don't you know. You ranked Shepard like 45, Wayne dude. Goldman. You got Wayne You got Wayne Goldman. Goldman. You got... Uh, yeah, some of those arguments Their are offensive valid. line, you just argued, was one of the worst in the league. The only one I'll Does give it get you better? is, is that other corners do realize he's a head case. That part I the might fuck. agree with you on. 
I don't. I wouldn't go as far as seven here. He's still a top five receiver. Come you on, you guys put him number one. I thought. I believe he is the most physically talented wide receiver in the NFL right now, which is why I've got him number one because his quarterback would... understands it. And I do think the Giants' offense is going to be good this year. Yeah, they're going to rebound. They're going to score a lot of points. You think? Uh, can you? So you're can you? I just why you think? Why you think Antonio Brown was is a number four? That seems pretty low to me. Uh, why do I think Antonio Brown's number four this year? Yeah. I think he starts to tail off a little bit. He's thirty. He's 29. I'll go into it 30. He'd be 30. And receivers like, usually tail off two years after running backs. Two weeks. 28 is the year at which wide receivers start to decline. There was a, there was a study done. Not Larry Fitzgerald, but he's like 35 and still producing. Yes, Jerry Rice did a good job too, but I think he starts to tail off just a little bit. I think there's, uh, like Bullfrog said here, the offense itself is, is gaining more weapons. Ben Roethlisberger is, we'll see if he finishes the year. I don't think he finishes the year, Ben Roethlisberger. I think he gets hurt. Are they hurt. gaining? We- I don't know if they've gained any weapons. Juju right? Smith-Schuster is the shit. So is Mar- Martavius Bryant for two Martavis years ago. was never that good because he couldn't stay on the fucking field. He was where he was on the field. Garbage. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love Antonio Brown. It's just a matter of I like these guys more. One thing, One knock I have against Antonio Brown, to your favorite fantasy football point, is He's never been a huge touchdown producer. Yeah, it's rare that he's got double-digit touchdowns. I think one time in his career, so that hurts him in my in my projections this year just a little bit. Behind some of these guys like Odell Beckham, who I think I have scoring twelve touchdowns. Uh, a couple of the guys we'll get to in a minute here. I just have scoring more. Right. Number three on our consensus list is Devonte Adams, right there in Green Bay. We were all pretty close there. DeAndre Hopkins comes in. Tied at number three, but I put him behind Adams because I've got DeAndre Hopkins ranked as number six. Bullfrog, you've got him at one. Wiz split the difference right at three. So I'm going to spend a couple of seconds here defending my selection, putting DeAndre Hopkins, everybody's favorite fantasy wide receiver coming out of last year, all the way down at number six. And here you go. First off, probably the most important thing, uh, you can you can look at when you're looking at wide receivers is that this motherfucker can't catch. His career catch rate is 56 percent, which is not good. Uh, 60 is 60 is good. Below 60, not so good. Granted, they threw him the ball 195 million times last year. Whatever. Last I, year that's with a good if he gets targets. I mean, good last God. year with Watson, he did catch the ball at 63 percent. But you have to expect that to regress back to his averages, back to the norm, because that's where he's always been all the way back to college in the mid-50s. You can't tell me that one time new quarterback coming in. But uh, this all is the first time he's had a good quarterback. I mean, look at the other guys. TJ Yates, Tom Savage, Brock Osweiler, Brian Hoyer, Ryan Mallett, Brandon Whedon. Two of those guys are our fucking, fucking neighbors. Hey, you're going to complain <laughs> about his 55% catch 56. rate with those guys throwing him in. Fucking who knows how far away from him. Yeah, I, 10 I, yards away. I anticip- oh, that counts as a fucking pass attempt to DeAndre Hopkins. I, I, anticip- I, I anticipate him to come back to his average. Now, uh, I will tell you that I gave him better than his average next year in my projections, 58%. I sort of split the difference between the two there because, yeah, Deshaun Watson is better than those other guys. However, Deshaun Watson, when he played last year, was at about a 60% accuracy, which is not really that good either. Let's be honest. Anything below 62 is kind of eh. Deshaun Watson is at about 60. So I've, I've, I've got him doing okay. 
not that better. I've got him catch. I've got him getting ten targets a game next year, which is what he had when he played with Deshaun Watson this year. He just doesn't catch that many balls. Deshaun Watson's yards per attempt last year was the highest in the Correct. league. That's going to go down. It was 8.4. The next best was 8.1 at Drew Brees. That's going to come down a little bit. Why which is it is... going to come down? He's got two speed burners. Will Fuller, that's what Will Fuller does best. Because there's never been a quarterback in the history of the NFL that's had two years with 8.4% right. or 8.4 yards per Aaron attempt. Aaron Rodgers has the highest at like 6.4 or something. Yeah, over the course yeah. of a career. It has yeah. to come down. Okay. Regression to the mean. Come on. So when Watson's when Watson's here. YPA comes down, that's going to bring Hopkins' yards per reception down. So I expect that to decrease, not just because of that, but Will Fuller's back healthy. When Will Fuller played last year, DeAndre Hopkins' yards per reception was about a yard less than it was when Fuller was not there. So I expect him to be back. I expect safeties to help over the top of Hopkins, decreasing the amount of air yards per attempt going to him. So I've got him getting a lot of a lot of targets this year, more than last. Less catches because he can't catch the fucking ball. And I expect each catch to go for less yards. He's still got 14 touchdowns in my rankings, guys. That's the highest in the league. You realize that like, DeAndre Hopkins has been a top five receiver, top... Four receiver for every year, but two years ago. Well, he's going to be six next year. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't think it's I think it's just bad throws more than him not being able to catch the ball. But. Well, at a sixty percent accuracy rating for Deshaun Watson, I think those bad throws may just keep coming. You remember? I remember Deshaun Watson in college. I watched a lot of Clemson football. He wasn't that accurate in college. He threw away the fuck over everybody's head just all the time. <laughs> all Hopkins right. is listed for four drops on the season last year it's pretty good let's keep this moving here there sunshines so number five on our rankings keenan allen that's our consensus ranks i've got him at three bullfrog's got him at three whiz he's at six go keenan allen's in in, since 2013 his first since he's been a rookie in 2013 he's never had more than eight tds folks never okay has he finished the season before (sighs) that's part of his fucking problem he'll get hurt okay he's gonna get hurt half the time I, Keenan Allen's a good receiver. He's gonna get the opportunity, but he's doesn't have that good like a. Um, he's only caught eleven of twenty four red zone targets. Not very good. That's almost as bad as Julio Jones. I know. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't catch a lot of touchdowns and has bad receiving in the red zone. I just don't think he's gonna be that good compared to the other guys in the top five. Fair enough. Let's move on. Number six on our consensus rankings, and this is literally the only guy on this entire list, one through forty, that we all ranked at the exact same spot. This is Michael Thomas. Fun fact. We all ranked at number five. He ends up as our number six consensus ranked guy. Mike Evans comes in next at number seven. Julio Jones at number eight. Tyreek Hill. Can, we've con- can we stop for a second? We can. Do you guys actually like one through six? I think we're all pretty consistent on where we like them. At, what, start with Mike Evans. I think it's to just... Me, it gets, to me, that's a tear break. It's a tear break, yeah. Yes. Michael Thomas is the end of the tier one receivers for me this year. Agreed. Tyreek Hill is our number nine consensus wide receiver. I've got him at eight, so does Wiz. Bullfrog, you got him at 12. Do you want to tell us why? Real quick, I mean, he was the uh, number nine PPR receiver last year, which is where he's our consensus ranking. I just don't see him finishing quite that high with a rookie quarterback. Regress to the knee. Reed is garbage. (laughs) Uh, Agreed. 100%. Wait a couple, Bullfrog. It's my boy. I mean, I just see him falling down a couple. Watkins comes in. Rookie. Yeah, or, um, Watkins? 
Sammy Watkins coming in. Oh, he I did just, great in L.A. last year. I don't know. I just don't trust Andy Reid. I watched the I watched Kansas City Chiefs on TV. I'm like, fucking feed Hill, feed Hunt, feed Hill. No, no. Let's give it to Albert Wilson. Let's give it to some Robinson fucking guy. I like that Albert Wilson. Just weak. I, I, I think he falls down a couple a couple notches. Look, I think all. the Patrick Mahomes discussion is legitimate. Yeah. We so Mahomes Mahomes did play a little bit last year and he looked bad. Now all all accounts to the contrary, he's going to be the greatest fucking second year quarterback in the history of the world. Obviously, they let Alex Smith go because the team believes in him. But to me, he did look bad on the field. Whatever, I, mean, I didn't hedge my bets there. I said, let's go all in, give him number eight. I'll ask you this one question, Tyreek Hill: Do you see him more as a number eight or worse, listeners? Yeah, you can there please you email or tweet at Dwee's Nuts or whatever you Yelp. want. We like Yelp. Tell us what you think about Tyreek so Hill. So the question to, to answer that is, is the likelihood that it'll be eight or below? Right? Yeah. I mean, exactly. I, I probably agree with you. Good good chance. I just don't know how much farther than eight. Maybe eight, ten. I mean. Our number ten, moving on. Consensus ranked guy is A.J. Green. We've all ranked him right about there. Even though it doesn't feel very good ranking A.J. Green inside the top 12 right now. We did it. Uh, Stefan Diggs ends up as our number eleven. Uh, for me, guys, I would. I've got Green above Diggs in my rankings, but I would draft Diggs above Green in every draft. Why? Is higher ceilings? I, yeah, I just, I just like what I saw from Diggs last year a lot. Oh, Green. I think we've seen, we've seen the best we're going to yes. see from AJ Green. He's on a downward trend. I think Diggs is only going to go up. And number twelve here, I, I hate this fucking ranking a lot. So uh, do I. Demarius. Thomas, I've got him at 16. Do you think, do you think there's a drop-off between yep. 12 and 13? Or even actually 11 After and 12? 11 and 12? Yeah. Maybe. I think that, honestly, I think that's tier 3. Uh, well, start spreading out a lot more after that. I got my guys bounced around a little bit in there. I like I like Baldwin a lot high in that same tier as Diggs. Yeah, but me too. Demarius Thomas, I have at 16. Just very quickly, the reason I have him ranked a whole lot lower than Bullfrog's 10 or even Wiz's 13. He's 31 years old this year. He has a decline in his yards per catch each of the last six years. It's going down. The game script for the for the uh, Broncos this year, I think, is going to be against him. You think about the Broncos' defense, strong defense. Uh, this team looks a lot to me like the Vikings team did last year. You got the same quarterback, literally. You got a running game that's really strong with a couple of options. The reason I'm going to disagree with you on this one, I mean, we're only talking three spots here. He said fucking Paxton Lynch and Trevion Simeon throwing the ball. I mean, you, t- you talk about fucking weakness at quarterback. I don't know if there's been a... I admit there was garbage down in Houston to DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, D- so that... Thomas that, might have worse fucking guys from the ball last year. That can, that can speak to his yards per catch. But, but my biggest concern here is the game script, right? Like I said, you got a team whose defense is really strong. You got a team who thinks they can run the ball really well with, what well, right now, two potential really good starting running backs. I don't think Devontae Booker is very good, but he's still their starter. Um, it looks like the Vikings of last year. The Vikings of last year, for example... 527 passes last year. They only passed the ball 54% of the time. That was 28th in the league because they used their defense and because they used their run game to try to slow the game down. I expect the same thing from this team. I don't expect them to throw it a whole lot. Yeah, but you could make the argument last year with the Vikings. Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs were still top top three receivers. And Both of them were. They were good. That's exactly what I was thinking. If I had to compare, Adam Thielen is Demarius Thomas. Adam Thielen was number eight PPR receiver last year. The difference between Sanders Adam Thielen last digs. year and Demarius Thomas this year is that Demarius Thomas is 31 years old. 
that's our top 12. We're going to move on to the second group of wide receivers. This is 13 through 24. At 13, we have a tie between two guys that I would rather have than Demarius Thomas. Either one of these guys. That's Doug Baldwin, Larry Fitzgerald. I know I did just say age, and Fitzgerald's 38 years old or something stupid, but... Both of those guys I like a whole lot. I think we're going to take a pause here and let Wiz tell me why. He's got Doug Baldwin, the only receiver left in Seattle that's ever been there before and has performed every single year that he's been there. Why you got him ranked at number 25, bro? That's a, I mean, that's a good question. Uh, again, I like I think I, I like Russell Wilson a lot. Russell Wilson produces. I, I, I think Baldwin gives average stats year in, year out, and he's the only receiver that's there. I realize that this kind of goes against what I'm saying probably a lot here. Um, but let me give you his stats, right? Okay, since 2011, right? So so another guy who's actually going to be turning 30, so he's, he's only going to go down. He's had only one year as he produced more than 10 touchdowns, and twice as he's gone over 1,000 yards, folks. I don't have a lot of faith that he's... You want to talk about regressing to the mean here? He's a very low-ceiling receiver here. I want higher upside. You at this say point. you say less than ten touchdowns, but again, in in my projections this year, I've only got four guys with more than ten. Ten touchdowns is a big number for a wide receiver. Okay, in the NFL. he's only once had more than eight touchdowns. Okay. Dwee's nuts, right? But, Regressing so, to his mean, you know what he's averaged four, three, five, three, fourteen was way out of his fucking league. Seven and eight. Okay, he's a small receiver. He doesn't produce in the red zone. He's, he's, he's an okay receiver, right? He's just not in the top 15 to me. You're not wrong about that red zone thing specifically, but, like, they got rid of Jimmy Graham. Who'd they bring in? Terrell Pryor? No, who'd they bring in? Your boy, Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall. Yeah, is he's going to be the red make the team. Is he going to be the red zone guy? I don't know who's going to catch Someone's going to have to be. I just don't, Doug Baldwin's going to play the same role he's been doing. Yeah. So I like Larry Fitzgerald better. Whatever. They're both ranked 13 for us. Number 15 in our consensus, that's Golden Tate. The Golden Taint. Taint. Tied at 15, Jarvis Landry. We're going to take another pause and talk about Jarvis Landry because, once again, Wiz Wiz needs to explain. He's got him ranked at 15. I've got him at 25. Bullfrog split the difference at 20. I'm not sure what there's really to explain here with Landry. In four years, he's never had less than 84 receptions or 112 targets, folks. He's produced. He's young. Again, similar because garbage clerks with Ryan Tannehill, Jay Cutler, your awesome. b- your Love boyfriend, smoking Jay Cutler and Matt Moore, Adam Gase, Dan Campbell, Jill Philbin. He's had garbage and he's produced. Is what? Where is he going to regress to? The Cleveland Browns. Did you just listen to the name of this game? Is that any worse than what he's going to go into Cleveland? He had uh, nine touchdowns from Miami last year. I don't see nine coming this year. I think he reverts back to his career average of about five. That drops him down quite a bit. He's, on the that list. does. Not to mention, now he's fighting a little bit. So, so he's been the, the only guy in Miami to catch the ball because so, he's the only been the only target in Miami. Now you got Duke Johnson, Josh Gordon. We yeah. still like Corey Coleman. The two of David us, David Njoku. David Njoku. There's a lot of guys. Devontae there. Parker was there. Kenny Stills was there. I see where you're, I, and, I, I, I kind of agree with you going. And, and Tyrod Taylor, wrong. the quarterback that throws the least passes of all starting quarterbacks coming into the season. Worse than Ryan Tannehill, Jay Cutler, Matt Moore. Yeah, he throws less passes than all those guys on average over his career. I don't know about that. I just I picture the Cleveland Brown games being low scoring affairs. Yeah. Can I ask you two questions in there? Who has a higher upside? Landry or Baldwin? I think Baldwin. Baldwin. <laughs> I'm 
Baldwin, what are you basing that on? Baldwin's well, your so, number, clear cut number so one. So you said there's only been what two times that Baldwin has scored more than ten touchdowns? No, no. What? How many times has Landry scored more than ten touchdowns? Uh, zero. Okay, so if we're talking about ceiling, in in Baldwin's thirty years old, in Landry's twenty seven. I think Landry's year last year was as good as it's ever going to be for Landry. Agreed. Sure, agreed. I don't think that's that's probably not a bad statement. And, I, and I think, go up, and I think the situations. Possibly. If you look at the situations between the two, Baldwin is the only guy that's ever caught passes for from Russell Wilson that's still on that roster. Landry all of a sudden goes into a lion's den of other guys fighting. Landry's for. never. No one's caught balls. And they've got a lot of balls in fucking Cleveland, okay? From, know, from Tyrod Taylor, folks. Balls. Josh Gordon, baby! Our next guy here at number 17, Juju Smith-Schuster, who all fucking day I want ahead of Jarvis Landry this year. Give me the touchdowns. Adam Thielen sitting at number 18, T.Y. Hilton, Brandon Cooks, and Amari Cooper are all tied at number 19. Let's take a break. Bullfrog, you got a guy that you need to defend in this group, I think. You got some stuff to tell me about Adam Thielen. You've got him ranked at 14. Wiz and I both have him in the 20s. Yeah, I mean, he was the number 8 PPR guy from last year on 142 targets, 91 catches, 1,276 yards. And here's the key stat that I think could be improved this year is four touchdowns. 64% catch rate, you know, in my opinion, Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Case Keenum. I think it's going to be a pretty formidable offense up there in Minnesota. Granted, they're going to be winning games. They're going to be close in games. But, you know, Cousins looked likes to look underneath. He likes to look over the middle. And Adam Thielen is that I, guy that's going to make those mostly. tough catches. I like Thielen. I just don't understand that your rationale of having Stephon Diggs at 13 and Thielen at 14, that's just not realistic in my mind. I mean... I could see Antonio Brown and Schuster in the top fifteen. I don't see those two going in the top right in the top fifteen together. Uh, well, I, think, I mean, last year, if you look at uh, let's see, if Thielen was Schirmer's nine, gone, buddy. Diggs was twenty, so it was nine and twenty last year. I don't see why they can't finish. Uh, Dalvin Cook's back. Fourteen and fifteen, nine and twenty, split the difference, makes it fourteen and fifteen. That's my, how I saw it. My concerns, <laughs> my concerns about Adam Thielen and. This is a point that we all agree on, is I think Diggs is Diggs is going to outperform Adam Thielen this year. Remember, Thielen, Thielen really came on strong when Diggs got hurt, and all of a sudden Adam Thielen had to have all those touches. Hang on Yeah, and then when, when Diggs came back, Thielen was still the man, though. Yeah, no, when Diggs came yeah. back, he kept going, yes. The only thing that Diggs had over Thielen when they came back is that Diggs can catch the ball in the, in the red zone, in the end zone. I think Diggs' catch rate was, what, one of the top three highest red zone catch rates in the league, whereas Thielen caught, I think, 30% of his red zone targets. He can't catch the ball in the end zone, which is why he doesn't have touchdowns. Not that they didn't throw it to him in the end zone. He cannot catch the contested ball nearly as well as he can catch it. Dude, Stephon Diggs caught 11 out of 13 in the red zone. It's disgustingly high. And Pretty damn good. And that's why I got Stephon Diggs higher. He's going to be that touchdown guy. Or he should be. Again, those those numbers, I think, probably fluctuate quite a bit year to year i mean you look at overthrows who do they give shit like that to adam thielen had five out of 17 julio jones numbers now i know you think julio jones is the next coming let's in your opinion i would say i bet those numbers change let's at the end of the season adam thielen i bet he's better that's a bet 17 wait i get so many fucking that's a shot what is it 
What's the bet? Clear it up. Uh, yeah, you just so started yelling at me. Wait, wait. Five Here's the bet. Here's the bet. Let me put it out there for you. Wait, Adam why Thielen. Why are you making the bet now between us? How about make this bet? Does Adam Thielen have above or below 50% red zone catch rate? You guys want to put 50% the over under? Yeah, well, go, last year he was 5 of 17. That. That's like 30%. So, so 26%. Give me, yeah. give, me, give me like 40%. Whoa! We're not 45 No. I, I will take 48 and under. <laughs> I'll take over. 48 over. It's a bet. Yay! Come on, Adam Thielen! Kirk Cousins, let's go! Alright, uh, so, yeah, the Adam Thielen thing, we were split on that, but here's a fucking ranking that I have tried to understand and I cannot fucking Ooh. wrap my head around. I've got Amari Cooper at 24. Bullfrog, you got him at 25. Good job on that ranking, buddy. <laughs> Big Wiz has oh, Amari shit. fucking bullshit, can't catch a pass, get out of your own goddamn head, Cooper, ranks at number 10 this year. Oh, shit. Please entertain me with some bullshit stats <laughs> to support this your dumb fucking be decision. huge to back this up. Well, he was using the pump earlier. Oh, he's earlier. fucking big. I don't know what you're talking about. He was about. using the pump earlier, so he's yeah, feeling strong. I, I, this is what I, can, I know for Amari Cooper. Chucky's going to throw and throw the ball. That's what Chucky does. Chucky's done his whole career. He's, gonna, he's back there now. He's going to throw the ball. That's where the fucking league's going. Crabtree's no longer there, and Crabtree's averaged eight TDs over the last three years. Someone's going to have to catch the ball. It, I'm out of default, given to Cooper. Well, and that's why they cut Crabtree, so that Cooper could be the guy without anybody yeah, to distract that, him. I, I got it's you. certainly not going to be Jordy Nelson. It's not going to be Jordy Nelson. not going to be Martavis Bryant And he's still bench. smoking pot, okay? Yeah. So, I... Out of default, Chucky's going to throw the ball. I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I don't, that's what I got. Ten. Ten seems high. Fifty percent catch rate last year for your boy seems Amari Cooper. Ten seems very. What was the year before? You know what? Dewey's nuts is going to tell you. Sixty-three. Threw right? to the mean. But, well, the year before was sixty-three. The year before that was fifty-two, fifty. So his average should be right around fifty-three. Fifty-three. Trash. <laughs> yeah, Amari Cooper's a, a fucking garbage player. Period. I don't think he's garbage. I'll give him... I, I, the only reason he's ranked 24 on my list that high is the same reason you said there's nobody else there to catch the ball. Marcel Aitman? Who? He's on our dynasty team. Oh, he's our other neighbor, dude. There's nobody there to catch the ball. You know where he gets a bump? Is in my big league where you get the bonus for length of touchdown. Oh, there you Because he's due... You know, he's going to bust those 60, 70, 80 yard scores. Yeah, the one thing I don't like about Cooper year. is he does those... Yeah, he, he catches... Three touchdowns in one game. And you That's get one of those and then, games. Then, then he's done catching You won passes. that matchup. You catch that 80-yard score, you won the matchup. So we think he's like a best ball guy? Yeah. Maybe. All right. Amari Cooper. I don't have a lot of faith in Amari Cooper finishing top 10. <laughs> I want to get to this next guy here who's ranked 22 in our consensus rankings. Oh, and I want to get this specifically because I, I have to defend this, okay? I ranked him 11. Wiz wow. ranked him 30. Four <laughs> bullfrog at twenty two. I like my twenty two. A couple of minutes ago, Wiz. Yeah. Uh, just a couple minutes ago, you said you're giving Amari Cooper, a guy that has proven that he can't catch the ball and can't consistently score touchdowns. You're giving him the ten overall because who else is going to get the ball, right? And then you turn around and rank Michael Crabtree in Baltimore at thirty four. You know who the second receiver on that team is? Old sickle, Perryman? old sickle Cell John Brown, Bernard who's going to play Perryman's four fucking still games. There. I've got Crabtree at 11. He's 22 in our consensus, I, which I, is exactly where Bullfrog's got him. I blame you and your bullshit 34 rate. What the fuck? Well, 34. this is what I don't understand. I mean, at least Derek Carr's a good quarterback. 
and Chucky's going to throw the ball, the fucking Ravens don't fucking throw the ball, and they have the fucking worst fake good quarterback in the league. So, yes, we're obviously... How do you get to fucking 11? You say they don't throw the ball. Three of the last six seasons, there's been a 1,000-yard receiver on the Ravens. Who? Mike Wallace, Torrey Smith, and Steve Smith. Steve Smith might be the only one on that list better than Michael Crabtree, but I think Crabtree's physically more talented. Crabtree's 31 years old, can't get open anymore. Kamar Aiken caught 950 yards worth of passes on this team. You put a guy as talented as Michael Crabtree on that team... Do you want to know why Crabtree caught the ball? Because everyone else was guarding Cooper. This is the first he's got to go shoot to be it's, a number one receiver. It's because Cooper couldn't catch the ball, so his quarterback started Crab throwing Crabtree's getting single coverage all the time. Baltimore, Baltimore has... I will bet you right... We're betting on this oh, one, too. Shit. You think we he's... We will. Gonna... We will, but hang on. You say Baltimore doesn't throw the ball. They've been in the top half of the leagues in percentage of plays as passing plays over the that last three years. they don't complete. They've also been in the top half of the league in passing touchdown percentage over the last three years. So more of their touchdowns come from passes than at least half the league yeah, each of the last three years. and they scored 15 touchdowns as a team. You do remember a handful of weeks ago when you told me that they almost scored as many as Pittsburgh, the top-scoring offense, two years ago, Two right? years ago, yes. That was in that top three? Two years ago. Most of those came as passing touchdowns. Uh, the man himself, we Michael Crabtree, has averaged seven touchdowns over the course of his career each year with a very tiny standard deviation because he's never had ten. Because he's never been the number one receiver. He is now. Yeah, he's 32. So you say that he's he's playing with a bad quarterback, Joe Flacco. Who's better, Joe Flacco, Sean Hill, or Torrey Smith? Because he's played with all three of those guys, and he's averaged seven touchdowns or a year. Wait, Joe Flacco or Derek Carr? Sean Hill, Troy Smith. Tell me who Troy Smith even he, is. For the last three years, he's been with Derek Ohio Carr. State quarterback, if I do recall. That's yeah. what I know. Uh, Michael Crabtree is... An outrageously talented wide receiver. If, if we were going on talent and skill set alone, I would put Michael Crabtree in the top six all day. He's got an attitude problem, which drops him down to 11 for me. But 34, can you... I, I just... I, I don't I don't see it. Baltimore is a team that... When I, he first went there, I thought, yes, receivers go there to die. But there have been 1,000-yard receivers there in the past, not even good ones. And it's a team that does throw the ball more than we thought they do. Yeah. Listeners, I had him at 22. That's where he is at. I think that's the best ranking of, good, of all. Of probably. I'm not going to disagree that I think Crabtree isn't a good receiver. I just don't like where he's at, and he's past 30, folks. They, Joe Flacco, is. we talk about it all the time. They probably have the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Lamar Jackson and fucking Flacco? Pretty bad. Pretty bad. I, I, and he's got to be the number one receiver bad. there. I don't have faith he's in him. He's the only fucking <laughs> all receiver right. there. I mean... Unlike Hayden unlike Hurst. a running back, a running back is going to get the ball? I bet Hayden Hurst has the second most catches. Alex Collins has the third most. And Michael Crabtree Is Todd off. Heap still there? No. <laughs> unfortunately. Number 23 in our consensus rankings, Alshon Jeffrey. I don't. Even, I have him at 33. You've got him at Wiz at 14. But we're not going to talk about him because who gives a shit? And we're running out of time. Marquise Goodwin here comes in at 24. The last of our technical wide receiver twos. On the list, uh, we're Twos? all we're like four in my tiers. Well, if the top first twelve are a wide receiver one, the second twelve, right. we're thinking about a twelve-team league. You have to have that many. All right, let's breeze through twenty-five through thirty-six. And twenty-five is Aguilar, right? We both like Aguilar. Yeah, I like Aguilar at eighteen. 
I'm you not... like Aguilar at 23. Right, okay, but I'm just not sure. Bullfrog, Bullfrog is taking you, you ranked him outside your top 40. You didn't rank him. You only ranked 40 guys. Can you tell me why? Oh, fuck. Why do you hate... Are you awake still? I, I, I feel like we haven't heard your voice in a little while. I got you guys, you guys like to life. bitch and moan about fucking Michael Crabtree, how he's even like the greatest him. fucking man on earth of the shit show of the planet. But I like him. Uh, I he's just think Car- Carson Wentz is a great quarterback. He likes to spread the wealth. You know, I'm I'm not really high on any particular Philadelphia wide receiver. You might win a couple weeks here and there on an Aguilar or a fucking Jeffrey, but. I probably won't draft him, so, so I'm not going to fucking rank him high. Sorry, I just want to confirm this. You have more faith in the Minnesota Vikings producing two top 15 receivers because they're going to produce more points than the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm saying it's easier to predict Thielen and Diggs being successful than yeah, I don't Carson Wentz spreading the wealth. I don't hate that take. That's my opinion. Last year, the two Minnesota Vikings receivers Do they still got Corey out, Smith outperformed. running out there in Philly? No. No, he's in Carolina now. Who else they got? Give me some other names, Philly. Darren Sproles. <laughs> Wide receivers. Austin. <laughs> what have got Jeffrey and Aguilar? Who else do they got? Well, maybe, maybe I'm misreading this then. I, I figured s- they had another they three got, guys that would Selleck, get fucking they got some touchdowns. And they got two, two tight ends. Let me tell you why Nelson Aguilar is way better than Alshon Jeffrey. Both of you. Yes. 65% catch rate. I just told you anything above 60 is awesome. Great. Biggest red zone target share in the year last year. He had 23% of all the red zone targets last year, and he didn't even start performing until the second half of the season. I expect that to go up, so his touchdown numbers will go up. He was number 10 in the entire league in fantasy points per target. Number 10 in the entire league in quarterback rating when targeted. You look at a a good team, a well-coached team, they recognize that. Alshon Jeffrey was number 108 in quarterback rating when targeted last year. Not to mention... Alshon Jeffrey is going to miss the entire offseason, and Aguilar is not going to miss a damn day of it. So for a young quarterback who's still trying to build rapport with his receivers, give me the guy that he gets four months with. It's not a bad idea. I'm not against that. Jeffrey's still the number one receiver. I, I, that's a bet. Who's going to have more, more what? Targets, catches, yards, and touchdowns. Fantasy points. Fantasy points might go to Aguilar. Oh, shit. Look who the Eagles picked up. Fucking Mike the Man Wallace. Yeah. He's going to be fucking A thousand-yard receiver in Baltimore. He's going to be stealing those fucking (laughs) catches from Aguilar and Jeffrey. I can tell you that much. Are we going to make... Wait, are we... You want to get out of this Aguilar-Jeffrey bet? What do you think? What do you think, Bullfrog? Who's going to be at... Fucking Jeffrey's washed up. If I had to pick one of those two, what did I do in my rankings? Probably Jeffrey. You picked Jeffrey. You didn't so I, what are we betting? Who's yeah. gonna what? Fantasy points. I'm gonna More let you two. Points. I'm gonna let you two bet. This Do one. I I'm get out. any? Not a one. You ranked him higher. You believe he's gonna get more fucking points? I got. I take all the bets of this fucking show, anyways, and this fucking podcast. I feel like I'm gonna. It's a bet. Fine. Yay! There you go. What's the wager on all these? We gotta. Hey, we didn't make a bet on the. Uh... The Crabtree Cooper deal. Yeah, Same bet. bet. Same bet. Mother Fantasy fuckers. points. All day long. I'll take that double, double or nothing faggot. <laughs> all, all of our bets, since apparently you haven't listened to the show for oh. very long, all of our bets are simply a shot. As soon as we can oh. find out who wins, you take a shot on air. Gotcha. Yeah, someone's going to be fucking yeah. dead at the end of the year. Like the, lo- the winner's choice of the shot? Right, we haven't discussed. No, loser takes, loser <laughs> takes what the loser likes. Okay. No, that's not true. The winner gets to choose. All right, um, number 26 in our consensus rankings, Jamison Crowder. I actually like him at number 20. In PPR, he's going to catch a lot of balls. Cooper Cup comes in at 27 in our consensus rankings. 
Julian Edelman, I've got uh, ranked at my 28. He comes in at our consensus 28, mostly because I know he's missing four games, but they they target the shit out of Julian Edelman. That won't change. 20, Amendola's gone, too. 29 in our consensus rankings. Allen Robinson tied with Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, I've got Marvin Jones, who I fucking hate this year, at 39. Bullfrog's got him at 23. Do you want to talk about Marvin Jones Jr. and explain yourself? I'll give you a little something-something on Marvin Jones Jr. Just give Uh, me a taste. I mean, he was a number 12 PPR last year um, on 107 targets, 61 receptions, 9 scores. He, I think he was either number one in the league or right there at 18 yards per catch. Stafford throws one of the best deep balls in the league. I mean, I got to think he at least, at least repeats those numbers. I don't see why they go down. What one goes down? Because he has 45 catches a year. That's right. 61, 11, 01, and 9. Which one goes down? Big Wiz. PPR. Which one goes I'll down, Big Wiz? 61? Are you fucking kidding? You could go on the field for the Oakland Raiders and catch 61 fucking I catches. Agree, right I'm good. Jesus. I'm look, talented. Look, look. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Three catches, 51 yards, 0.3 touchdowns is his career average. He replicates that, not the six-game streak. I don't like it. 31 overall, because I don't want to hear you talk about Marvin Jones anymore. Emmanuel Sanders, we're all kinds of all over the map on him. We don't talk about him. And at 32, uh, that's Randall Cobb, who I ranked at 36, but I still think he's going to be cut from this team. We have a bet on that, so once preseason starts, if he's not cut, which I think I'm probably going to lose that bet. i got to take a shot. Alan Hearns, we talked about him in the opening. He's coming in at 33 here. We've got a no rank from Bullfrog, a 26 rank from me. Wiz is right in the middle at 35. Uh, who knows what's going to fucking happen in Dallas. I had to give him some of those targets that, that vacated the, the team, though. Cameron Meredith. I'm the only guy that ranked Cameron Meredith here at 34. I like him at 34 across from Michael Thomas. I think it's a good spot for him. Corey Davis is tied with him at 34 as well. Uh, also not ranked from Wiz. I got him at 29. Uh, you got him at 40. They're a bullfrog. And, and, and lastly, 36 our what? Our second? Is he our second receiver? No, third receiver on our dynasty team. It's two, isn't Sterling Shepard. Number two. We got Keenan Allen and we got Cooper Cup. Oh, Cooper, <laughs> Cooper. Uh, did I bypass anything? Anybody you guys want to talk about real quick? I mean, I, I just want to throw a little blurb out there on Josh Gordon. I mean, Josh uh, Gordon. Uh, Three's nuts. Wait, did I even say Josh 50? Gordon? He's at thirty-six right oh, there. Oh, he's tied at thirty-six. Shepherd, Sterling you know, Shepard. I, yeah, I ranked him fifty. Oh yeah, we do need to talk about this. I, mean, I ranked him fifty. Wiz didn't rank him at all, and you ranked this douche, fucking drug-addled piece of garbage at nine. Team We're not bullfrog. ranking people I'll if they fucking a, have smoked drugs. We, I will, if they produce yeah. points. Well, smoke well, drugs. Exactly. If, if we were rank ranking fucking uh, anybody on the list, if, if that we, was the if case. If we were ranking these guys <laughs> on how good they were at taking drugs. Well, if you could, if Josh you, Gordon's my number one. If you couldn't rank anyone because they smoked something, you would have no fucking list to rank. <laughs> That's the truth. But if he's not a top 25 receiver at the end of the season, then... Fucking make a bet, because that's what my bet is. Who top wants to 25? Top 25. I ranked him at 19. Where's you want in on Give this? Give me top I 25. Most, listen, I'm going to say I'm going to bet this time. Come on, you got him at 50. Oh. Yay! Oh, yeah. 
That's definitely a bet. I will definitely take that. Top 25 behind oh. Tyrod Taylor and Baker. I mean, his arm is, he's probably got the biggest bicep out of all receivers in the in the league right now. You see those pictures? Dude, he's talented. God damn. You work out some, huh? Look at you. Yeah, you know. Oh, man. Thanks, you got some buddy. pecs on you, boy. Thanks for noticing. I see. I see you. I mean, you're sitting right next to me on my couch. I was following Tony Horton this morning in the basement. Wait, is that the uh, the Canadian donut place? A little beach body action. No, I don't know what that is. Like fucking Krispy Kreme? <laughs> uh, uh, what's the one? Horton? Oh, oh Horton. Tim Hortons? Tim Hortons. Yeah, Tim Hortons. Oh, yeah. I don't actually like the not donuts Not on that workout much. plan. Uh, speaking of donuts, did you hear that Sweetwater's getting ready to franchise? Mm. No shit. I well, you can wanna, just pop one open anywhere. I kind of want to buy one of those franchises. God, look, guys. We are done talking receivers it took long enough go back and listen to this episode again i bet you can pinpoint the exact moment that the three of us got drunk i promise you you can fucking pick out i was drunk when i got here no you weren't you got you got home i watched you you got home from work at like eight there's no way you were drunk anyway we're done with receivers next week we're gonna try to talk about the quarterbacks and the tight ends it feels like a lot to talk about in such a short period of time. What's Bullfrog? He's, he says so much that it's hard to get these things done in an hour. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna leave now uh, because I do want to keep drinking and I'm afraid of what might come out of my mouth. So, okay, hey, I'll, I'll leave you the penis pump. Good luck. Yeah, just leave it here. Can uh, I borrow it later? Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I got another I got a red one upstairs. All right, guys, fuck off. We're busy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, like, follow, and share our Facebook page, and leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.